0: What is going on, sports world? Welcome to Game Breakers, the sports show where we will be breaking down football, basketball, soccer, and much, much more. It is your host, Edwin. It's your other host, Will. What's going on? Nothing much, man. Nothing much. Yeah, a lot of breaking news happening today, bro. A lot of breaking news. Today is a day of breaking news. So, listen, I don't
1: know. I'm excited to talk about this for this episode. What about you? I mean, yeah, you know, it's, it's always exciting when there's a lot of breaking news especially when breaking news breaks right before the show starts. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, you know, usually we do like the formalities. We have a little chit chat, but I think we just get straight into it. If I'm being honest, we, have, course, we have a lot of stuff to cover today, man. Yeah, of stuff definitely, today.
0: You're definitely right. All right. So let's get into it right now. Breaking news. Kawhi Leonard has just resigned with the Los Angeles Clippers. And I'm going to start here by saying I'm not really too keen on this move if i'm being honest i just think that it's a good move for the clippers right because they get their star player back two-way player guy plays great defense good score and the team pretty much overachieved last season by going to the conference finals without him and finding a way to make that that series against the suns much more competitive than it was supposed to be but for Kawhi, in a sense i just think that it hasn't worked out the past two seasons Yes, you gave up the, the 3-1 lead to, to, to Denver the two years ago. Um, this year, you got injured, unfortunately. But the whole team as a whole has not been working out, even though you have so much talent on the roster. But I'm not too sure if this is a move that's going to say, yes, we're we're this close to winning the championship, which they are every year. Um, but it hasn't worked out for me. So I'm not really too sure if this move really is a great move for him. It's a great move for the Clippers. But it's not really a great move for Kawhi Leonard. What do you think?
1: So I'm going to have to counter your point there. When you say that this isn't really a great move for Kawhi Leonard, why is it that you feel that way? Because where else could Kawhi have gone that could have maybe matched what the Clippers can offer him and give him the same kind of uh, opportunity to win a chip? Because the Clippers right now is probably the best team that he could have went to, so he is going to go back, that could offer him that possibility of getting to at least the finals. I mean, what other team could he have went to?
0: Well, it's not about what other team he could have went to, right? I just think that when it comes to Kawhi Leonard, it it depends on what his motives are. So if he wants the money, then I could say, yes, it's a good move for him. It's a great, phenomenal move because he could just go back to the Clippers and they have a chance at winning a title anyway, regardless. But it may not be a strong chance at some other teams, which is why I feel like it's not really going to... The West is getting tougher and tougher each year, each season. And that was proved last season with the Phoenix Suns, Utah Jazz being the number one and two-seeded teams. And I just think that when you have those teams coming back into the fold, Warriors, now Lakers coming back into the fold, it's going to be tough for the Clippers to to actually make a solid run for the championship title, which is why I think that if he, if he were to go for a team that he thinks he could win with, uh, can, again, it depends on his kind of motives or what he wants to do, then he could go to a different other team and maybe uh, find a way to win over there as opposed to taking the money. But... If it all is about the money for Kawhi Leonard, then I would say yes, it would be a good move for him to go back to the Clippers because they still have a, a chance to win a title. But the championship window for me is closing right now, and it's closing rapidly, which is why I feel sure, like it is a good move. Overall. I get what
1: you're saying, and I I get what you're saying. But again, you like you kind of really didn't answer my question in terms of I'm pretty sure that Kawhi Leonard is looking at this from a financial point of view, which is why he turned down his player option, and from also a winning point of view. So again, like my question to you was, what team could he have went to? Because if you're saying that him going or him re-signing with the Clippers is a bad move, then what team should he have went to that could have probably offered him the same like, you know, incentives that the Clippers can.
0: No, no, no. I did not say it's a bad move. I said it's an okay move for him. It's I think when you made your
1: opening move. remarks to start the show off, bro, I'm pretty sure you used the word bad move for Kawhi, good move for the Clippers. I'm I'm Kawhi, oh, okay. so, Clippers. <laughs> right. it's an okay move for Kawhi. Oh, okay.
0: It's an okay move for Kawhi. I don't think bad I'm thing. right.
1: You could, uh, okay. I think I know what I heard, but okay. If you say so, because maybe I could be wrong. Fine. So if this is just an okay move for Kawhi, what team would you have liked Kawhi to go to? That's what I'm trying to say. I think he'll be a good fit with the Mavericks. I think he'll be a good fit. I mean, it doesn't matter. So, like, I'm just putting out teams right now, right? So, Well, okay, wait. But when you're also putting out teams, though, bro, like, so what I'm kind of asking is, because it has to make sense for both parties. So would the Mavs have been able to offer Kawhi, like, a max contract, considering that they just gave Hardaway $72 million, and after the Olympics... They're reportedly, well, well, yeah, after the Olympics, it's reported that Luka Doncic is going to get a deal in the $200 million range. So, like, so I'm just asking, like, what teams do, like, do you think that could have offered him a championship window and the money that that the Clippers can? So, right? so one,
0: say. one for the Mavericks, going for Kawhi Leonard would have been a move that they would have made before giving Hardaway that deal. So, that doesn't matter about whatever he's on right now, whatever he signed to. That would have okay. been a move fair, for Eaglesby at the beginning. And two, I'm saying as far as team's goes, it doesn't really matter as to where he would fit because I think he fits anywhere. Um, I think right now it's more so about whether he wants to win a championship or not Uh, because the money's not an issue for him. It it, it may not be an issue for him if he wants to find a way to seek a championship or a better opportunity to win a championship with someone else. Uh, But as far as that goes, I just think that it's an okay move for him only because... I don't see the Clippers being a, a direct contender again to to win a championship or at least get back to the conference finals this season in the West. The, considering that there's so many other teams coming up, coming back into the fold, that I don't see how they – they're going to be competitive, don't get me wrong, but they're not going to be a guy, a
1: team, like I say, yes, they have a legit shot. They're going to they have a – Well, I'm going to have to – Okay, well, I'm going to have to disagree with you. I think that Kawhi Leonard going back to the Clippers is a good move. He's going back there with Paul George, the player that he wanted to come there with him. That I think that's a big factor on why he's deciding to come back is because Paul George is still there. Obviously, Paul George wasn't a free agent or anything like that. But I do think that, you know, he won't, like he's playing with the guy that he wants to play. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard are two of the best uh, two-way players in the uh, NBA, two superstars. And, you know, we saw what Paul George did in the playoffs without Kawhi Leonard, playoff P. I'm not going to lie. I know that, you know... Paul George gets criticized a lot, but he did step up in Kawhi Leonard's absence. And I, I I get like what you're saying. Maybe he could have went to like the Mavs, but I feel like with um, the Mavs at full strength, the Clippers full strength with Kawhi on the Clippers, I feel like that Clippers team is better than the Mavs team overall. Um, I feel like the window for him to win a championship would have been decreased had he had gone to like the Mavericks or any other team really that could have probably realistically afforded him, depending on what kind of deal he's trying to take. So even though he has resigned with the uh, Clippers, the, um, the details of that contract have not been revealed yet. So we don't know if he's on. A supermax. we don't know if it's like another one-year deal or if it's a two-year deal, like, you know, 70, 80 million, something like that. We don't know. So we have to see, like, what it's like. But I'm pretty sure that this is going to be a long-term deal because then why else would you opt out of your player option to sign another short-term deal? It just wouldn't make sense. So I think that Kawhi was mainly just looking for um, longevity on his contract and also the possibility of playing for a contender. I think that with Kawhi coming back, Paul George is back, uh, Reggie Jackson also today uh, came back to on a two year deal. So I feel like um, the clip. I mean, yeah, I feel like the Clippers are still a top four team in the Western Conference, and I feel like right now this was like this is still the best team that gives him the best opportunity to win a chip with the money that they can offer him.
0: Okay, okay, I I actually do not think the Clippers are a top four team right now as it stands.
1: Oh, can um, I ask you uh, who you think will finish in the top five in the West? Oh, Matt, can, can, wait, can you just give me top your top four. five or t- yeah, top four? Yeah, give me your top. Okay. Five.
0: I think it's going to be the Utah Jazz, the Golden State Warriors, uh, Phoenix Suns. And I want to – it's going to be a fight between the Lakers and the, and the Mavericks for me. Like Mavericks, I want to give it to the – I'm going to give it to Lakers because of LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and the, the depth that they have. Um, but the Mavericks, they might be – so I think the Clippers will be hovering around that five, maybe highest four. I could be wrong, but obviously – uh, I just think that it's just too tough right now for them to even uh, be. But last season, forward.
1: the Clippers finished fourth. And they finished uh, with 47 wins, 30. Third, I
0: think. Right, no. fourth.
1: No, Clippers finished fourth with 47 wins win. and 25 losses. Um, they finished five games ahead of the Dallas Mavericks. So, I mean. Yes, I don't five know games ahead, like...
0: and that's without the Warriors. What's your point? And the Lakers are much improved. Okay, they so yeah. finish
1: for, But what you're hoping for is that everybody comes back and can play the same for the Warriors, because a lot of that also depends on how Clay can stay healthy on, and you know, on how Clay is. I'm also uh, playing. Uh, if anything, you could say yes that the Warriors will be back. Warriors only finished ninth, so I'm not saying that the Warriors won't finish in the top four, or top five. But I'm saying you just don't know yet, and I feel like the Clippers right now are a better team than the Warriors in my opinion with Kawhi and. Um, Paul George. So, you know, um, the Mavs, I don't think that the Mavs are finished top five. I think that the Mavs would be the team to miss out on top five. Uh, Mavs are kind of bringing back the same team as last year. And, you know, as you said, with the Warriors uh, going to be also in the fold, hopefully, you know, Clay can avoid uh, injury. You know, they're going to have Draymond Green, James Wiseman is still going to be an, an improving player. So I do think that the Warriors will be in contention be for top five. But mm-hmm. huh?
0: So, the, the rookies, Moses Modi and Cunningham as well, to Jonathan Cunningham.
1: Yeah, and no, I'm not worried about those guys. No, no.
0: But, <laughs> what? But I I don't mean, say, they're, though. they're tough. I don't so, They're they no. tough. Doing...
1: It's Jonathan Kaminga. He is a very good player, and he is very raw. And he was drafted, what, seventh? I, I don't think that he will really be like that. I, I think that, okay, I think that he will do good. Because he's going to be playing next to Steph and hopefully Clay. If Clay gets a healthy, he's going to be open on a lot of shots. So I I get like what you're trying to say, but I'm talking about in terms of we're not going to say that Jonathan Kaminga as of right now is what's going to lead them to a top or you know like really determine if they'll get that top four or five spot. You know, so what I'm saying is that I think that the Dallas Mavericks are going to miss out here on the top five. Obviously the Mavs will still make the playoffs in my opinion, but I don't think that they'll finish as high. The Mavs have not gotten any better. Unless I'm mistaken here. I I mean, like like maybe I am mistaken, but they're going to give Luka Doncic the max. They brought back Penny Hardaway Jr. They still got uh, Kristaps Porzingis. I mean, the the, like the Mavs, in my opinion, haven't really done anything to for me to say that they will improve or kind of stay the same, considering that other teams have gotten better. So I look for the Mavs to drop out there. But I do think that the Clippers will at least be top five. Because I said, like, what have the maps done? If I'm being honest, and Justice Winslow has signed with the Clippers as well, uh, that just broke about a few minutes ago. Justice Winslow, Winslow. is a good rotation player, uh, you know, high upside, come off the bench. So he can't stay healthy, though.
0: Cannot stay healthy at all. You know, and and that's been proven a, a lot the past couple of seasons. I thought that he would, I thought that his injury history he, would at least get better by making a move to the Memphis Grizzlies, but that hasn't happened either. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Real quick. Yo. Another breaking... Damn, yeah. Yo, as Edwin said, today is the day of breaking news, but breaking news... Kevin Durant plans on signing a four-year, $198 million contract extension. That's very weird to me. But we can finish up right. on the Kawhi Leonard take real quick, and then we can just move on to, to this KD thing. Yeah, the, the, yo, today is the day of breaking news. Maybe yeah, we
0: can move on to KD right now. I
1: mean, what do you uh, Yeah, you know Let's, yeah, let's get straight on to, you know, the best player in the Eastern Conference playing on the best team in the Eastern Conference, which is Kevin Durant. Four years, $198 million. I mean, I don't really – I mean, I get – I actually don't get this move because he just signed last season. So he probably had three years left on his current contract. So I don't really get the need to extend it. I guess maybe just to keep him happy. Maybe he uh, came in and said that he does want a new deal. He does want to make some more money. Cause I think that his last contract was for about 146 something million when him and Kyrie first signed and now it's 190. So, mm-hmm. I mean, big news right there. What do you think about that, bro? I mean,
0: going off of a team standpoint, obviously when a lockdown, your best player, and that's the best thing to do right now. Uh, KD has proven he, people can give as much criticism as they can for him in the past, especially in these playoffs as well, too, even though he did show out. Uh, but people always want to criticize him over that last shot, which is fair. But I just think that KD, he does what he does, and he's a reliable Who scorer. KD? Huh? Who criticizing KD. I mean, that's a long story, but you know, it, it's, it's, it's about different reasons. Not so much about no you know. KB slander is allowed. Oh my goodness. You know, not, oh my goodness. So actually you were, you're almost right. He has about, he has one more year left on this deal after this year. So this, oh, this okay. does make sense.
1: Oh, um, okay. wait, why? Well, I thought that he had two, three years left. Oh yeah. yeah Cause they signed him two summers ago. Yeah. 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 Year, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, So he has, oh, he's oh, going to be oh, a my mixed
0: up. He's gonna be an unrestricted, unrestricted free agent uh, twenty twenty three. So this move makes perfect. Yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely um, did get
1: my numbers mixed up. So no. So then he had two years left on his current deal. If he'll be a restricted free agent in two thousand twenty three, yes. because that means that next season will be two thousand twenty one, two thousand twenty two. Yes. Then yes. she got that. Okay, okay, yeah. So I said three years. Yeah, he yeah. He only had two years. Right, he, was right, he, was right, he was a little close, but bro, wow, big news, bro. Big big yes. news. As a Nets fan, I'm hype. I like the news, whatever. Keep KD here. Best player in the NBA. And I'm just joking about that. But one of the best players in the NBA, undisputedly. I think that, you know, it's important to keep KD happy. You keep KD happy, which is most likely going to keep Kyrie happy. And most likely going to keep James Harden happy. So I like this move. Anything to keep this team together because the Nets championship window is right now. So if this trio does not bring the Nets a championship while they are here, at least one. You know, like nobody's saying that you got to bring three, four, five. You got to bring at least one chip to Brooklyn. The Nets have never won a championship, and the Nets have never had a better <laughs> chance to win the, uh, a championship than right now. So look, like look, if, look you have to keep KD because there's no player that you can possibly get that's on the level of KD in any free agency. So I, I like the move. I like the move. Very and, true. Very true. And I do expect that. the Nets to finish number one again next year.
0: Yeah, number one. I
1: mean, not not, I mean, they didn't finish n- number one last year. Yeah. I'm going to say that I feel like. Hold they the horses? Thank you. Number one. They yeah, will for the
0: number one. Uh, I think that this move for KD is a good move. It's a good move for the Nets as well, too, because if if you have any doubt whatsoever about the futures, not the immediate future, but the, the long-term future of Kyrie and James Harden, at least you have KD there in the fold. You can still find a way to build a team around him, if need be, if it comes to that point, if things do not work out as they're supposed to for the Nets this upcoming season. So... I like the move. Um, but speaking of players who are getting paid, we want to talk about Josh Allen. Six years, two hundred and fifty-eight million extension, locking him through two thousand and twenty-eight. Well, one hundred and fifty fully guaranteed. That is a big payday contract, right? So, listen, what do you think about this move, man? Um, Does this mean that Baker and Lamar are due for big paydays, though?
1: <laughs> I think for Lamar, he's definitely due for a big payday. I think Baker is just due for a regular NFL kind of payday uh Baker Mayfield has not been that impressive to me for him to be getting the money that Josh Allen has so I don't think that Baker Mayfield can really demand that but you never know what that's like but anyways though with Josh Allen if you're the Buffalo Bills I get it I get it I think Josh Allen had really one fantastic season and I feel like the Bills said yeah no this is the guy and we got to make sure that we keep him here because again even though the bills are a New York team, the bills are not a major market team considering that they are in upstate New York. So I always go back to when I say that certain teams have to hold on to players that they get or build through the draft. The bills are definitely one of those teams that have to build through the draft because they don't really attract the big name free agents. So I I get why this deal was done. I guess you you can say that this is maybe an overpay because Josh Allen does um, join the 40 million club and I forgot where it was, but it was something about it's only a certain amount of player of uh, players that are earning like that kind of money. And I think that the company that he's around, I don't think that he deserves to be in that conversation, but he had one fantastic season last year. So I definitely do get why the Buffalo Bills did pull the trigger and give him this huge extension, but eh, it might've been a bit of an overpay, but again, they have to build through what they have. So I understand.
0: Uh, yeah. One fantastic season last year. He had a good season the year before, and then he had his rookie season. So, <clears throat> I'm going to say here on the record that as a Jets fan, I really respect this move for the Bills, right? Because listen, coming out of Wyoming, you could see that Josh Allen was a guy who had talent, but was still a raw prospect. And that was evident throughout his rookie season. And regardless, it was his rookie season. So I'm not going to get too much into that. We're going to cut him some slack here, but Allen has now easily, and I say easily right now, has now been a top 10 QB in just three seasons. Has now asserted himself to be in a top ten QB in the just
1: three seasons. So, are you saying that off of just his last season? No, he had two back to back good years. Yeah, I, like, I, I said that. Yeah, yeah, but it was really last season is like what really is like what really I'd say would put him in that conversation for top ten quarterback was last season. Okay. Not yes. had Before that. Yes,
0: of course. But the season before mm-hmm. he was a top ten. He was the top fifteen quarterback the season before, and last year. He was definitely an easily top 10. He's a top 10 QB right now. And why is the reason that? Because of his supporting cast. You know, sometimes you aren't as good as you can be because of what players you don't have around you. And we saw that with Sam Donner. We saw that with a lot of these QBs in the past. But the Bills have always been solid defensively. But Allen needed talent on the offensive end. So now invest in your QB. Go get yourself a Cole Beasley, a John Brown, a solid and consistent offensive line. Add yourself a a Stephon Diggs the year after, all while adding to your stout defense already. And that is the reason why the Bills are now being taken seriously in the AFC as one of the major threats to the Kansas City Chiefs. And that is also the reason why Josh Allen has steadily improved statistically every season since he's been drafted. So Um, this is just a testament to building around your QB and making sure that you invest as much as possible. Because if you don't, then why would you draft him in the
1: first place? Okay, so I definitely do um, agree with that point that I do believe that uh, um, Buffalo Bills have done a fantastic job of doing the best that they can to surround Josh Allen. You know, again, that trade for Stephon Diggs was a bold move. A lot of people said that maybe that they might have given up too much for Stephon Diggs or that it wouldn't work because I remember Stephon Diggs was being labeled as like a diva kind of person. And look, this move, it, it has panned out to the benefit of both Stephon Diggs. And Josh Allen, in terms of having both really having career seasons, basically, I was, I forgot the word for it, but i will say career seasons. And yeah, but I don't think that I would necessarily say that the Bills are contenders for the AFC, like to represent the AFC. I I know that they did make the AFC Championship game last year. Am I mistaken, or am I? No, they did not. They did not. Okay, wait. So who am I thinking of here? Um, the Cleveland Browns. You're mistaken. The Cleveland Browns. Okay, <laughs> never mind. But yeah, I, I don't think that the I'm drawing a blank here. What do what you what are you referring to? The Buffalo Bills. They they. I'm drawing a blank. made it as far okay. as, the, as the division around, Yes. So then was it the okay? So then was it the season before that the Buffalo Bills made the AFC Championship game? Yes. Okay. So that's what I was thinking of. My fault, guys. But yeah. Anyways, I don't think that the Buffalo Bills are really a threat to represent the um, AFC. I think that they will be one of those teams that that does contribute to the AFC being a very competitive uh, conference, but. I just don't really see them winning or making the Super Bowl anytime soon. I think that I think it would probably take a lot for that to happen, in my opinion. But they definitely are to play for it, but I, I just don't really see it. But um, I definitely do think that Josh Allen, bringing him back, I understand it. Maybe you could say that it is a bit of an overpay, though.
0: Listen, as much as we want to give uh, the Kansas City Chiefs the much respect that they deserve, and yes, they do deserve it because of Pat Mahomes, but I would say as it stands right now, Given that respect to Kansas City, they're the top team in the AFC. Then I'll go Cleveland Browns, and I would say it's between them and the Buffalo Bills jostling for that number two spot, if I'm being honest. I don't see any other complete teams in the AFC outside of those three teams right there. Maybe not complete for the Kansas City Chiefs because they don't really have the stout defense, but they have a good enough defense to at least keep them in the game. But, um, yeah, th- definitely the Buffalo Bills, for me, they're, they're a team to be reckoned with right now. And I mean, Oh sucks- six- uh, My fault, bro. No, I mean it just sucks to see it six. Yeah, it really sucks to see that taking place (laughs) before my eyes. I mean, look,
1: six million. I mean, six million, six years, two hundred fifty-eight million with one hundred fifty million guaranteed. I mean, let's be real. Like Josh Allen again. Like he is coming off of you know a couple good seasons last year. He had his breakout year, but I mean, that's a lot of money. Like that's a lot of money. Like. Mm -hmm. I do think that Josh Allen is really worth that. I mean, I, I get it, though. He, you know, quarterback, most important position on the field. And they're probably not going to get any better. So you have to pay him. But, sheesh, $43 million a season, that's what that's, what that's going to average out to.
0: I think as, as long as the Bills front office continues to make sure that Josh Allen is well-kept with the offensive line and has some good enough supporting cast around him, I think that he'll definitely live up to that contract, if I'm being honest. like He'll live up to at least some part of the contract, most of the contract, where you can say, well, it wasn't a terrible investment that we did make on him. And listen, if you go back to the past couple of seasons, the Buffalo Bills have been finding their QB for the longest, They're gone through Fitzmagic. Um, I forgot the guys name that, that that threw five five picks against that Chargers defense that one game. But, you know, they've, they've gone through so many QBs and they finally got the guy, so... I'm really happy for them. They they deserve it, to be honest, because it's hell sometimes looking for your QB. You know, we've been through that a couple of times as our rosters have been seeing the drastic changes. But it's a good move. It's a good move.
1: Yeah, I mean, it definitely does set the mark. Like, it definitely does set the bar now for the rest of that 2018 um, quarterback class. So, you got Baker Mayfield. And then, again, as you mentioned, um, Lamar Jackson as well. If Josh Allen got that much, Lamar Jackson is going to have to get more than him, if we're being completely honest with you. Um yeah, Lamar won an MVP. Uh, his team has consistently been been good since he's been there. So I think this is – so now Lamar is going to use this contract that Josh Allen just got as um, the bar for what his contract has to be. So if you're Lamar Jackson, you have to be happy. In terms of Baker Mayfield, I definitely do think that he will get a big extension as well because it's the Cleveland Browns. They haven't had a a decent quarterback in about – Thirty years, no, nah, let me not say about like twenty like something years. So Baker Mayfield's finally come along. He's given them some sort of consistency. They're not going to let him go because yes. th- that's the last thing that the Browns should do is be letting go of, quarter- of a of a quarterback who's been at least consistent for them. But I don't think that Baker gets as much as Josh Allen. I think that Lamar Jackson does get more than what Josh Allen got whenever it's his time to sign his contract.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see that happening. I can definitely see that happening. Um, it, it it definitely going that that way too. So. We'll see what happens in the future, but on a great note, football is finally back. Preseason is here, and guys, listen: if you are listening to me right now, I don't care if it's just preseason; it's football, okay? Steelers and Cowboys last night. I don't care if you're a Ravens fan, a Bengals fan, a Browns fan, a Giants fan, a Eagles fan, a Washington football team fan. You watched that game from start to finish last night
1: because you missed football.
0: You missed football. You missed football so much that you watched it. And you and you and you sat down and you analyzed players that were not even your own players. That's how great it is. So three, seven. I'm not you. I did not watch nine. the
1: whole game. That? I, did not, I did not. watch the whole game. Like once they started, put like putting yeah, in like the capper. fifth, fourth string guys. You know, he's I, a capper.
0: He's a capper.
1: I I, I, I I promise you, I didn't. I promise you, I didn't. I promise you. I said there is no way I'm about to watch some guy that's not going to be on the team. And I'll never see him ever again play. Nah, so I was out of there.
0: Well, you know, in in regards to that, listen, guys, I, I just have to say this as well, too. If you watch your team, make sure you take preseason very, very serious because you never know some of these players might be playing in the regular season in the future, depending on what happens because football has injuries and you don't want to be coming week nine and seeing some guy play. It's like, who the heck is this guy? You know, like you need to know who your team is signing. It's also exciting to see the kind of team depth that you that you have going into this next season. But anyways, 27 straight weeks of football now. Um, And a couple of notable highlights in the game last night, I'll just get to that really quickly. Uh, Pittsburgh drafted Najee Harris in the first round. He showed some good flashes last night. Seven carries, only 22 yards, but it was still what Mike Tomlin said, do the basics and you should be fine. And he did just that. Chase Claypool still looks like a stud, uh, ready for his sophomore season, three receptions, 62 yards. Dwayne Haskins, Will's favorite QB made an appearance last night. He was actually okay. Okay. (laughs) That's your guy, right?
1: I mean, look, I still think that the Giants maybe should have took him over Daniel Jones, considering how their college careers both went. I will never not stick by that. (laughs) But, um, you know, right now, uh, yeah, you know, he's in Pittsburgh. I I think that that's actually a good fit for him. I I still think that Dwayne Haskins can be a solid uh, NFL quarterback. Um... Yeah, yeah. Not too much to say about it, though. Like again, you know, it's pre like I honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I don't really care about preseason. Like I only care about preseason for the rookies and to see how the Wrong second unit looks. I don't sense. really, I don't like really no, care no. about seeing the fifth string guys, the like guys that aren't gonna be on the 53 man roster. I don't really care about watching. They are, are though.
0: What are they are? It's not only rookies that will make the 53 no. man roster, bro. No, so what are you I saying know. here?
1: I, I know, but a majority of those players that you see on the field for a majority of preseason games after the first quarter are not going to be on the roster. That's like that that's, that's actually facts. How many players do you think are in are uh are brought onto um the, after preseason? the first after the first quarter? No, it's not no true. After, you just you just said that. You just no. said that. I just said how many players are on a preseason squad in the NFL and how many have to be there b- uh before. Um, the season starts. Oh my goodness! No, like, no, no, no! Like, what I'm do not... you care about? Like watching the six-string cornerback play for? He, you're never gonna see him ever again. Like, what does it matter? That.
0: You never know that, bro. You never know that because every listen. That's why the fourth game of the preseason matters because that's when you make your like. If you haven't made your name known throughout the first three games, this is your last chance in order to make the roster at least. So that's a bit different. It's not different at all. It's
1: different because if you haven't impressed by by week, by preseason week one, preseason week two, preseason week three, week four comes, you're probably not even on the team anymore because you didn't impress. Like, they don't wait till one game. Like, so, you know, you only impress one game. Now you're on the roster. That's why the NFL stands for not for long. A lot of these players, you're, you're not going to be seeing. You're not going to know them. Like, so you can watch them now. But for me, preseason is only important for the rookies. And for, like, the second unit, maybe the third unit, depending on, like, what sets are out there being run. But to watch a whole preseason game, it, it, that does not interest me. Like, after, like, the second quarter, it really doesn't.
0: All right. Well, okay, so let's get a little bit into the Steelers right now. Right? Okay. So forget about preseason. We're going to their their upcoming season and how they might fare. So I'm going to start, and I'm going to say a bold statement here about the Pittsburgh Steelers. So. Okay. Um, even though they have added to their roster in some way, I still think that they are the third best team in the division right now in the AFC North. And I just say that because I agree with you. Yes. Right. You know, the Browns are the best team and the Ravens are looking good right now as well too. They should definitely be in contention because they do still have a top five defense, top three, maybe defense in the NFL. But I just think that, okay, so why was it that last year, despite The Steelers going 11-0 and being the last undefeated team in the NFL. We still didn't give them any respect. It's because they had no running game. They had no running game. The offensive line was terrible, and you had to rely too much on Big Ben. You can't, like, that's not a recipe for winning. Like, you can't can't have no running game, a terrible offensive line, and have Big Ben throw for 40 times a game. It's not going to work out. And we saw that a couple of years ago with Andrew Luck. And we forget sometimes on how great and phenomenal Andrew Luck was as a co- as a QB because for him to be able to give the Colts three straight eleven game winning seasons with no running game, not a good offensive line, terrible offensive line actually, and a defense that was far from uh, being solid. No,
1: hold on, hold on, bro, hold on, bro. Yes. you can't just say that the Colts. Had, the Andrew Luck's last which season was? It? No, 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 no like, not, like, I'm like, not talking like about the last.
0: This, this is the beginning. Of, this His like, the last beginning like two trip, seasons.
1: Or... Andrew Luck has no, his last like two seasons and consistently through his coach career, the like the coach have never had one of the worst offensive lines. That was maybe when he first got there, but after like after about. second, third, no, but after That's like, like second, about. third season, the line was one of the best lines in the NFL.
0: No, 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 like it was, it was, it was getting better, but it still wasn't what it is now. That's not like, let's be honest, for his first couple of seasons, for him to find a way to get 11 games won, it was a miracle. Uh, like that's the biggest point here. Regardless of the offense line was good or average or not, he still had a defense that wasn't no good, that wasn't okay, and the running game was pretty much absent. Which is why I'm comparing it to Big Ben and the Steelers here, because that recipe for winning is only going to last you for so long. And last year, it only lasted what 11 games until they, they lost, and they were pretty much terrible the last quarter of the NFL. But listen, if you are the Steelers right now, like you're not the you're, you're the third best team in the division. And that's not to say that you won't be in contention for the playoffs this season, but I just think that for them to add Najee Harris, that's a good move. But you have an offensive line that's considerably gotten worse compared to last season. Like right now, they are ranked the 31st offensive line unit in the NFL. Three new starters who are unproven. Like, I, I don't see. I don't see it at all, bro. I don't see it at all.
1: Yeah, um, I don't really think that you calling the Pittsburgh Steelers the third best team in the AFC North is really an insult. I know that if there is a Steelers fan watching that he may or she may be a little upset about that comment, but that just shows you how stacked the AFC North is as a conference. I mean, again, I think that we touched on this the last episode, but you have um, the Baltimore Ravens. You also have... What's going on with me right now? You have the Baltimore Ravens. You have the Cleveland Browns. You have the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. Okay. The Cleveland – so, obviously, off of the Cleveland Browns and off of the Baltimore Ravens, you would have to say that the Steelers, on paper right now, are the third-worst team in the conference. They are still better than the Bengals. But that's just a stacked conference because in any other conference, the Steelers, you'd have to say, would be at least top two or maybe even the favorite to win, like, their um, division. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I just think that, you know, it's just very – important on how the Steelers open up this season because come crunch time is going to be important to see like how they play and it's also going to depend on if Big Ben can stay healthy
0: yes that is true that is true if he stays healthy then they'll have a, a good chance but Big Ben is is aging right now bro he's aging and he's 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 not really looking like himself obviously because of his age but I feel like the Steelers are relying too much on Big Ben to try and carry them to, to some of these wins and it's it's not gonna be sustained enough for them to actually get to where they, where they want to go to. So I'm not I'm not really too keen on the Steelers to be honest. I'm not really too keen on the Steelers. But um also the Cowboys, 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 Cowboys your Cowboys, your favorite team the Cowboys. Um don't didn't really get out to not your favorite team? The hell? Okay, my bad, my bad. My where's bad where's
1: your Patriots jersey at? My I don't have one. Yes you do. No, I don't what are you talking about? Okay, what? so you wasn't wearing that Tom Brady jersey last week. I, I couldn't even afford a Tom Brady jersey. You know how how expensive those are, Come bro. You, you 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 had a throwback one. You had yeah, a have throwback one. <laughs> it's not a Bucks jersey. It's for, your, <laughs> it's for your it's for your it's for your Patriots. Stop that, young man. Bro, you Stop told that. me your brother is a you you told me your brother is a Patriots fan, and because of that, you like the Patriots. But you just want to support the Jets to try to be cool. No, I saying. did not say that, bro. Oh, okay, okay.
0: I did not say that. And side note, by the way, since you wanted to talk about the Colts' offensive line, they were his first three seasons, like I said before, Andrew Luck dealt with terrible offensive line play. He still led them to 11 wins. They were at the bottom of the league in terms of offensive line rankings. But that's another Where,
1: story. where were they ranked? Like, where did that just come from? Do you have the rankings for his first three Yeah, seasons? of What's course. Right? So what, so what was his line ranked? First season, first they were 31st. ranked 31st. Second mm-hmm. season,
0: I believe it was 28. I just looked at it now, but I mean, I can't believe it. There was a bottom of the half of the league, pretty much. And then after that, the third season, they were ranked 17th. So it's okay. Oh, they, uh, the, the season before, they were ranked 25th. So okay, it's still, like, that's still bad, bad, and below average. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, anyways, but... Um, the Cowboys didn't really get off to a good start last night. Three points only, uh, three turnovers. And uh, the only flashy part of the game was Garrett Gilbert because he was the best player for the Cowboys last night, in my opinion. The QB who started. But the main question for the Cowboys right now is Dak and that defense. Can that defense, uh, that, that defensive heavy draft live up to expectations? And can Dak find a way to be healthy this season and actually have a shot at the division, what do you think?
1: I think that the Cowboys are a team that that are kind of built to mainly outscore their opponents now they did have a very heavy uh, draft defensively, and I like their draft picks um Michael Parsons in the first round he's gonna be paired up with Jalen Smith. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that was a very good pickup by them <laughs> um you know, so they definitely do have some pieces um trevon Diggs, even though. And he kind of – I mean, he has, like, a lot of potential. But his rookie season was a bit shaky. Um, So, you know, I feel like, you know, like, the Cowboys have some uh, pieces there. Um, The defensive lineman, uh, forgetting his name, I'm not going to even try to think about it right now because I've been drawing blanks all day. I don't know why. But the Cowboys are a team that are definitely – Considered the favorites for the NFC East, as they should. I think that on paper, they do have the best team. They, I mean, their line has gotten weakened uh, over the past few seasons, but, you know, mm-hmm. you have uh, Dak Prescott, you have Zeke, you got Amari Cooper, you have, um, I'm, not, I'm drawing another blank, number 88. I, I don't know what's going on today, bro. C.D. Lamb. Yeah, C.D. Lamb, bro. I, I can't tell you what's going on today. But anyways, you have uh, Gallup there as well. The Cowboys, it's their division to lose. If you if you if you look at it, I think that the Giants are the most improved team in that uh, division. But the Cowboys, to me, if I'm speaking honestly, they are the best team on paper in that division. So I think that anything else but the Cowboys finishing first is going to be a disgrace.
0: Mm. Okay. Okay. So you okay? I wasn't expecting
1: you to say that, but um, yes. Wow. I, I wouldn't the, have felt good about capping. So, like, I guess. I mean, yeah. like, who do you think is better than the Cowboys in the NFC East right now o- on paper? Because that's all you can really go off of right now because the season hasn't started yet. Uh,
0: I don't think anyone is.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, think I think, think there are some close cool
0: seconds watching football team, the Giants. But it's going to be like a three team race, in my opinion. So
1: three team um, race.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a three team race. Um, but I do expect the, the Cowboys to at least have a major shot at winning the division next season. They should only because Zach will be back. And I just think that last season was, it was, it was something to forget and nothing was going right for them at that point. The defense was terrible. We all know that like defense could not stop a cold. It couldn't stop anybody. Couldn't stop the rain if it was falling. You know what I'm saying? But um, they had some major issues on offense as well too. Zeke did not look like himself and he actually led Tony Pollard, become the best running back last season, at least it looked like if at some point. Um and the QB position, it was okay. A Dalton was all right, but it wasn't Dak. It wasn't Dak at all. So
1: Yeah, don't look into that too much in my opinion. Um I just think that the Dallas Cowboys, I think in the last year, I think once Dak Prescott got hurt, I felt like you just already knew that the Cowboys weren't gonna really be in contention for too much. So I guess maybe the players just stopped playing as hard, but you don't gotta really worry about no Tony Pollard overtaking Zeke or nothing like that. Yeah so I definitely do think that as long as Dak can stay healthy, I think that the Cowboys will probably win the division.
0: All right. All right. Well, there you have it. Now, guys, football is back, back in the building. I'm super excited because next week, that's when things will actually kick off with more teams playing in the preseason games. So this was just a Hall of Fame game last night. It was nice showing Um,
1: really quickly. Some other kind of breaking news. Uh, so Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson, he went down with what appeared to be a shoulder slash arm injury at practice. He stayed down on the field and he had to be helped off and he went aside with trainers. So that's something to keep your eyes out because Justin Jefferson is one of the best young receivers in the NFL. And yeah, uh, hopefully the injury is not too big because that would be a big blow for the Minnesota Vikings. You know, he does form a good duo with um Adam Thielen. Adam so Thielen. yeah, just, you know, keeping that. I mean, there also is a video, of the play where justin jefferson got hurt yes so, i see
0: right here too it's crazy
1: yeah, yeah 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 so you know um i'll probably uh upload that maybe i'm not i'm not i'm gonna look at it in like a little bit but i'll probably upload it so if you guys want to see it sportsdaily.media but by the time that you even hear about this you'd have seen the video by now now that i'm thinking about it it's not even lies but yeah. yeah just you know keeping you guys <laughs> up, updated though <laughs> yeah just yeah so just so justin jefferson shoulder arm injury that just happened so yeah i want to bring that up
0: um uh, well he he has depending on the injury, he does have some time to at least re re what's the word I'm looking for? Um rehab, yes, rehab and hopefully get back on the field sooner or later. But anyways,
1: you know so weird, bro. Like what I was weird. thinking is that like I, I get that football is a contact sport, but like, and I get that like you have to tackle during preseason because you have to get in shape for regular season. But sometimes I just be like, damn, like maybe don't tackle because like then you risk because then you could possibly risk injuries like this for nothing you you like what i'm trying to say but then it's like but then like you can't say don't tackle because then the defenders have to get in the motion of tackling before the season yes. starts anyways yeah so it's just so tricky like it, oh man it's like really that's tricky. like when like quarterbacks might get hurt in practice because like maybe like you're not supposed to hit the quarterback in practice but sometimes it does happen you know it's like you're moving fast you know you might have ran into him next year you know like your third quarterback is out for like five, 10 weeks Boom. from practice. Boom. Like, I was like, oh my gosh. It, it just makes me think sometimes. I'm like, damn, maybe we don't need to be hitting, but. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Because Absolutely. like, yo, bro, like imagine if like, you know, <laughs> God forbid, it's like breaking news, Zach Wilson out for, you know, the season because, you know, and, you know, like in practice he had a concussion because he was hit. Like, I'm like, damn, it's practice. Mm. Like I I, yeah, it sucks. Sucks I when it be like that. Happens. I would mean, injured in preseason. Like that's the I mean, I, you know, like, like at least like let it be from like a preseason game, not practice, man. Mm, Damn. Yeah. yeah, but you know, praise up for Justin. So, praise up for Justin. Praise up for Justin.
0: Anyways, um some breaking news happening. This is some major breaking news for for the game of football, not American football, football. The football, the football. Yes. It's finally over, man. It's finally over. Messi has now finally decided he will not be returning. And it's funny because I actually wrote like a little a little speech here for Messi. I'm not sure if you want to hear my speech.
1: Well, you want to hear it? Uh, yes. But can yeah. I say them real quickly before you do get started, though? Mm. Um, Messi did not choose to leave Barcelona. Barcelona and Messi agreed to a contract extension, but because of La Liga's uh salary structures that they have for like the rules I guess that you can't pay a certain player a certain amount mm-hmm. so what they agreed yeah, yeah, upon exactly. was not sanctioned by the league that Barcelona is in so it's not that Messi necessarily chose to leave Barcelona it's just that Barcelona couldn't sign him on the contract terms that were agreed now but maybe mm-hmm. you could say that he is leaving cuz he could have signed for less money but Messi brings Barcelona billions of dollars or yes. euros so it's only right that he gets fairly compensated but go very ahead, true
0: Oba. very true very true he did i mean i, I it he can he, he's not choosing to leave but then you can always see that there was a rift between him and uh, the front office anyway from the at least the past two seasons so well,
1: yeah but was, the old uh regime is out of there remember uh barcelona <laughs> yes. they do elections so like the guy that messi actually likes and uh Jean uh, laporte he actually won So that's Mm -hmm. why they were, you know, like that's why everybody was so confident that the deal would get done. But because of La Liga's structures and their weight and their rules, it it, it, like it messed it up. And just real quick, I just want to say La Liga are absolute idiots. There should be no reason that there should be any kind of wage cap for players because now, if you're La Liga, how do you expect to compete with the best uh, leagues in the world if other leagues can just? poach your players away with money how can you let Messi arguably the greatest player That's of true. all time of all time if there's any player to make an exception for it's Messi so I definitely think that Barcelona need to be going to La Liga like bro we can't do this and real quick before you start I just want to say I feel bad for Sergio Aguero he only went to Barcelona to play with Messi and Messi yeah. is leaving
0: yes. damn damn,
1: damn. Pray for Sergio I you like know the- what the-
0: before I start let's take a, a 10 second silence for all the Barcelona fans out there who are feeling, and I'm mourning right now. They probably haven't eaten in the in the past couple of hours, so. All Just right, let me take Let me Hala Madrid! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was ruined anyways. Okay.
1: <laughs> Forget
0: <laughs> Something is wrong with this guy, for real. Like, aw, Come on, bro. You, you know Real Madrid Madrid's is the greatest player, like, man. What is, hey, what, is what
1: is that? What is that? Oh, Barcelona can't team. compare. Hala Madrid, man. Barcelona could never. <laughs> oh, Pack them anyway. up. <laughs> Yo, that was so stupid. Barcelona are finito. Finished. Yeah. yeah you know, he's finished. Leaving? They are now the new AC Milan. Their yeah. best player now <laughs> is Martin Braith. Okay? They're, they're done. <laughs> done out here. While Real Yo. Madrid are about to go get Mbappe, Barcelona just trying to, look, man, I don't even want to get started. Ronald Coleman, whack. Uzman, uh, <laughs> Dembele, whack, PK whack, Jordi Alba, whack, Busquets, whack, bro, <laughs> they're done. They are finished oh, Madrid? Okay, okay, talk, okay. I okay, okay. Was, okay, okay. Let's let's focus I on it, the it. on the
0: positives here because Willis is grilling y'all right now. The ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. he's grilling y'all right now. But let me okay. focus. Let me <laughs> be the the at least the the positive one here, and let's reminisce right. on what Messi did for the club, okay, <laughs> he got his <laughs> that's wild. That's
1: wild. Okay, you know, so, I had to troll real quick. Go ahead, yeah, go ahead. yeah, of course.
0: Of course, but I didn't even go to that troll during the 10 second, 10 second silence. Like, that was wild. We might have know. no that. talent for Barcelona, no. man. Golly, anyways, okay. So, from signing for the club on a paper napkin at the age of 12, that's how fearful the club's executive was of losing Messi. Now, they saw the talent and potential in him, but they probably never knew he would be this, this legendary. Um, from excelling at the academy level to inheriting the number 10 shirt. You know how big a number 10 shirt is in football these days. At the age of 21, under Coach Pep back then, his goal totals increased pretty much every year, and we definitely cannot forget about the 73 ridiculous goal output he had during the 2011-2012 season. In his whole entire career, he has been void of trophies in a season only twice. And let's be honest. Barcelona was a successful club coming in and they were a successful club before Messi took over and took the stage. But um, he is the reason why they have become much more marketable as a team than they have ever been. Unfortunately, over the past couple of years, bad business has taken place where the front office has handed out major contracts to players well in their age. And instead of trying to conserve Messi's energy, they asked him to do much more and save save them when when time was needed to be. Um, And, you know, this goes all back to the point of your supporting cast. You need a supporting cast to do things, man. You need it. But Messi was being so great. Didn't need it sometimes. Didn't need it. There was a rift between him and the club. Bi-language wasn't positive. Criticizing the board regarding payouts. A marriage now finally ended. Lionel Messi has brought Champions League trophies, other domestic trophies, La Liga titles. And this year has finally completed his long goal of winning a Copa America with Argentina. Despite his departure, you have to give him respect. Even if he's broken your team's hearts multiple times, even if you are a direct fan of him, even if you are a direct rival of him, even if you are a, a Ronaldo fan, what he did for the game of football possibly can never be replaced. And now we await his next move. And apparently, he has chosen PSG. So that was breaking news as well too. So <laughs> that was I wrote that I wrote that before the show was about to kick off. And Messi has now chosen PSG. Apparently.
1: Man, what the hell was that? damn You like got me in tears. Really? What the hell, <laughs> bro? That, I know you didn't really sit down and wrote that whole. Where you got that speech from?
0: Oh, it, it was off the dome. It was I off didn't the write dome. that
1: damn speech, bro. <laughs> it was off the dome. This man wrote that speech like Messi just retired or something, bro. Damn. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what, what the hell was that? <laughs> chill, 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 chill. Not nah, of the bad people, bro. Come on. No, nah, hold on, man. That. How, I was really well-written. You know, oh, I was thank really you. Sane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. No, that was pretty good, though, bro. But, yeah, you know, Messi obviously is the legend of the game. I am more of a Ronaldo man myself. But, uh, you know, I, I do recognize greatness when you see it. That's how I look in the mirror every day. But Messi leaving Barcelona, that is very significant. And I think that him going to PSG, I think this is a fantastic move for him. PSG are going to have a fantastic squad and they might actually finally win Champions League. So, yes. I definitely do think that him going there, Neymar, Mbappe, Messi, Di Maria, uh, you know, they still got Marquinhos. Um, they just signed Sergio Ramos, Hakimi, Donnarumma, Winalden, mm. mm. Ferrati. That team is stacked, Mm -hmm. bro. It's stacked. Team is stacked. Team is stacked. You know, definitely, if you're not a PSG fan, then you're definitely going to be rooting for this team to fail. Maybe Mm -hmm. not because Messi's there now, but... mm, Or actually, I think that people will will still root for them to fail because a lot of people don't like these oil teams. Look, Mm -hmm. I would... I. I can only pray and wish that my team could become an oil club one day mm. because I, lo- I would love it because I think that we're all hypocrites. People say, oh, well, how can they afford to do this? This is not fair. They're ruining football, blah, 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 blah. But you notice how it's never from the fans whose team it is that are actually complaining. Yes, so, definitely not. Look, definitely I-, I would not. definitely take that. But, yeah, man, Messi to PSG, huge news. It's not confirmed yet, <laughs> but that's just what all the reports right now that's are saying. saying. So we yeah. have to see uh, how this develops, though.
0: Ah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Listen,
1: PSG, yeah, Messi said, if you can't beat him, join him. <laughs> because last year, last year, they, yeah, nah, they, got nah, they did pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> And Mbappe <laughs> was embarrassing that team. Boy,
0: that boy oh would put him on the God. Stop yeah.
1: playing. Yo,
0: but the, I mean, hey, hey, it's a good move for Messi. I think that PSG is the only team that can afford him, like you said. Obviously, Man City would be in the running, you know, because they like overspending for players anyway, but... $100 million for Jack Grealish. They were reportedly going for Harry Kane at, at some point, and that might falter now. We're going to get to that later. But, yeah, it's PSG right now or nothing, to be honest. And Messi has made the right decision. And right you actually made the call. You made, you, you made the right call last time. Because you remember we were talking about it, I think, a couple months ago, and you were saying that he would go to PSG. Now, I thought he would go to City because of Pep, but obviously you were right
1: on that so I I mean so my thing was I thought that going to PSG would make more sense for Messi one considering his relationship with Neymar Mm. and now you'd have him with Neymar there's Sergio Ramos there there's Donnarumma again Hakimi, Anjo Di Maria, Mbappe, Wijnaldum, Varadi, Marquinhos all these players that I'm I'm, uh, saying that are big names Messi has only won about, I think, two Champions Leagues before. So Messi definitely is trying to win another Champions League. And as I said to you, Messi's not getting any younger. So going to PSG, which is in an easier league, it'll let Messi be able to really like focus on just Champions League with that great squad. And uh, back when I said this, um, Pochettino wasn't even their coach. I think that Pochettino does play a factor as well because Pochettino mm. is Argentinian as well. Mm. And you know Messi's going to go there. He's, so, so he'll have Neymar, his best friend, He'll have a, well, one of his best friends. Then he'll have an Argentinian head coach in Pochettino. Then he'll mm-hmm. also have another Argentinian teammate in Angel Di Maria. So, like, with all these factors, I'm pretty sure it wasn't even that hard to convince Messi to come, especially with the money that PSG can throw at these players. So, yes, I mean, like, that's kind of where I was thinking of it from, from, like, that kind of point of view.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Do you see, do you think that Messi is showing ambition, by the way, by, I mean, I know that it was a mutual agreement to not come back to Barcelona, but... Messi probably could have said that I'm going to take less money just to save my club, loyalty, blah, blah, blah. But you think he's showing ambition by leaving and going to PSG right now?
1: I know that people are going to say no because they're going to say that PSG already have a dominant team. They play in a very weak league compared to the talent that they have. So I understand all this, but I do think that it does show ambition because I think that he does want to win another Champions League. And I don't think that he would have done that with Barcelona. Barcelona are kind of on the decline right now in terms Mm. of... With, with, like, the money that they're old, like, they're in debt, you know, like, their team is old, like, they're aging. So, I definitely think that this is the right move for him, three-year deal. He's probably And you, and you know Messi, whatever his salary is going to be is going to be absolutely crazy because you know that you can't attempt Messi to leave Barcelona unless you're going to be paying him a crazy amount of money. So, mm-hmm. I look for Messi to be on something crazy, like, mm-hmm. 600K a week, something like that, because at Barcelona, he was on, like, I think, like, 900-some thousand a week. So, mm-hmm. absolutely insane. Insane. Insane, insane. So...
0: Speaking of ambition, another player who is, to me, questionable. And this player has none. Yeah, what you say?
1: This player has none.
0: <laughs> has none that, has that indeed. <laughs> yeah, I think Will knows where I'm going with this. But Harry Kane, oh my goodness. Harry, Harry Kane, the best English striker as of right now, despite his injury concerns. You know, Harry Kane is a valuable part, of, a valuable asset to any team he goes to. But amid his links with Man City he decides to return to Tottenham this season. And loser. Loser, right? So no shot to Tottenham's Hotspurs right now, right? But the reason why they are relevant is because of Kane and Son. Let's be honest, right? That's the reason why they're relevant as of right now, at least. If those two were on the on the pitch for them, I think that the Tottenham Hotspurs would be pretty much an afterthought, if I'm being honest. They still have that, that status as a big club, but, or as a, as a top six club, at least. But Harry Kane and Son made that team go even though that team was terrible last year um but i have to ask though harry kane like where is the ambition why why didn't he force a move to city why didn't he at least entertain it it's like he didn't really care too much in my opinion and the the, the spurs have been void of trophies and that's not no all will aside the spurs have been void of trophies and that's something that you would get with man city easily easily i don't get it i don't get it what do you think about this bro
1: Uh, look Harry Kane is a bona fide loser the guy has played over 300 something games has not won a trophy in his career Mm -hmm. the last time Harry Kane celebrated the trophy was when he was in Arsenal's Youth Academy when they won the Premier League he was at the parade it's documented this guy is a loser now look he did sign a big long term contract with Tottenham, which does kind of tie his hands with really being able to do anything. Because contractually and legally, Tottenham do have final say. This is why I say never sign long term uh, deals if you are a player, because then you really don't have a con- like, any control over your future. Mm-hmm. Now, as I said, Harry Kane, this was this this was the perfect time for him to force a move out. Man City do need a striker. They don't have a striker right now outside of Gabriel Jesus. I don't even think that Man City will play with the striker next season because yes, we saw exactly. that they dominated with that false nine, which they'll probably just do again next season because mm. if it worked, why mess it up? Mm. Add Jack Grealish for $100 million, I think unless Man City are going to sell players, which according to some reports – uh Bernardo Silva is set to leave Man City for about 60 million to go to to go to Atletico Madrid that's not confirmed that's just what's reported right now Mm. but unless Man City can offload some players they can't afford to go get Harry Kane and I think that Harry Kane will end up being at Tottenham and look the guy wants to be a Tottenham legend maybe I don't know but if that's what he wants to do I think that he is already a a Tottenham legend so and I don't Mm. think anybody would have blamed him for leaving but the guy doesn't want to win trophies I mean you just played in the Euro finals You played against world-class players. You played with a team full of world-class players. Why the hell would you now want to go back to Tottenham and just be complacent with finishing 7th or 8th? Yeah, Harry Kane has no uh, ambition. And the (laughs) season starts in less than a week now. And I think it's too late for him to leave because Tottenham won't have enough time to really get a replacement for him before the season starts. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll sell him on deadline day. But as of right now, I can't see him leaving. The guy's a loser.
0: Yeah, the the move is is still a possibility. It's a slim chance, but... I just don't understand only because Harry Kane is a very injury-prone kind of guy. Like, let's be honest here. And City loves to rotate their players. So I thought that that would be a great thing for him to to do. Like, go to City. You're not probably going to start every week because it'll probably give Jesus a couple starts here and there. And that could help you from being potentially on the field more often. And I get it. Maybe new coach Nuno Espirito. Um, maybe he could sway him into staying new season, new tactics, different formations. But, like, it's still a different, it's a, a lot of questions here. A lot of questions. Listen, Will, like a year ago, we questioned Jack Reulish on his decision to sign a new term deal with the Aston Villa villains. And look where he's at now.
1: Like, <laughs> whoa, 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 bro. What? As, news? as Edwin said, today is a day for breaking news. We only got a few minutes left in this podcast, but. But according to Mikel Blasquez, who is a Spanish reporter for goal and director of goal, he's Mm. followed by Fabrizio Romano, so there Mm -hmm. is some credibility here. Sergio Aguero wants to leave Barcelona this summer. He feels (laughs) betrayed by the club who promised him that he would play with Messi. Barcelona are finito. Done out here. I'm telling Mm -hmm. you. Now, Sergio Aguero just signed his new contract. I don't know how the hell that's going to work, but I don't blame him because as I said, duh, no shit to people saying that he didn't come here just for Messi. He clearly came here just for Messi. Why else would he go to Barcelona? Barcelona can't win more trophies than Man City. Barcelona can't offer him more money than Man City. Why else would he have picked Barcelona? Messi was there. Mm. What a way to end the show, though, bro.
0: What a way to end the show. Um, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of speculation going on there. See, these players, man. These players are being mistreated, and some of them are just making the wrong decisions. I don't. I don't get it sometimes. I don't
1: get it. I get it. Like if I'm Aguero, why the hell would I stay here? Messi's leaving. Hell no. Cancel my contract. Cancel it. No, Let's go to court. It. I'm not right playing here. Terminated. I'm not playing here. I'm not playing for no Ronald Koeman. The ga- The same guy that was sacked by Everton and sacked by the Netherlands, I believe. Why the hell would I pay for play for Ronald Koeman? fuck out of here no you know I'm, I'm not dutch what am i staying here for like the guys are trying to just bring in a team full of dutch players like he no 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 wait, no, no no
0: no <laughs> wait yeah great great episode guys listen a lot of breaking news happening today and happened yesterday as well too hope you guys enjoyed the show uh make sure to continue to we follow know that up. you enjoyed the
1: show not that we oh hope. my goodness we know oh we know. okay we heard me. You, heard you heard you <laughs> we <laughs> know we know we got me you got Edwin. What yeah. more do you need? This is, come on. Yeah. Like, if you enjoyed the No, 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 no. See, we know you enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. Make sure to hit the follow button on the podcast mm-hmm. app that you guys are watching so that when we post, you guys will see it. Mm. Shout out to Nuts and Bolts as well. Make sure to follow them on Instagram. Check out their website. And also, make sure to follow us on Instagram at sportsdaily.media. We post sound clips. We post breaking news. The edits are pretty nice. You know, like, the page aesthetics look nice so come on everything you know, looks everything nice quality content
0: everything looks nice man everything
1: looks nice man <laughs> i'm telling you look at the page man like the lettering i even take my look we're not like no regular page we're not like no these big pages that just go to google and they google a picture then 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 just post a picture no i got the logo in there i got the highlighted letters mm. The i don't even want to get started Don't don't, let this man get started. I don't don't, don't, don't even want to do it. Don't let this man get started. We don't got no more time. So we got to just
0: go. I'm going to leave it right there, man. All right. Bet, bet. Listen, guys, thanks for watching the show or listening to the show, at least. I'm so used to saying that. But we'll (laughs) see you guys next week. More breaking news happening, more topics to talk about, and we'll break down everything because we are the Game Breakers. Monday will be a banger. Yes, sir. We'll see you guys soon.